0: Day 3, Heroic, not Superheroic. The principle of this Zen moment is that you are a common man at first and you become uncommon but you never turn into Superman, you're always still mortal. I think I agree, I definitely agree with the principle on this one. But I do think I would have phrased it a little differently. Less heroic, not superheroic, and more protagonist, not heroic. And what do I mean by that? The story that is being written during old school play is about the world and about the party. It is not about any individual character. Plenty of old-school referees will have multiple players with multiple characters each. Plenty of other old-school referees will have a one-to-one player-to-character ratio. However, a common theme in all OSR systems is that it's easy to get killed and hard to come back, but easy to reroll and catch up. In that sense, your character is expendable and The important part is that the overall game survives. The campaign will continue, the story will continue, even if there's a total party wipe. To that end, you are the protagonist of the story today, but you don't have any plot armor, and you probably shouldn't try to strangle a dragon with your bare hands, regardless of your level of achievement to that point. Coming up with a story for this one was a little challenging because most of the refs that I play with have a 1-to-1 character-to-player-character ratio, and when I play, I tend to die early or late. There's not a lot in the middle. (laughs) That said, I do have a good one, and it's from Recent Vintage. I will give a shout-out to my buddy Jason Hobbs over at the Gamerhood and his Kalmata game. Starting in 2020 in Kalmata, I took on the mantle of Azarus, the Argonaut, acolyte in the service of Arkan Aminar one of Hobbes' pantheon and the source of much alliteration on my part I played him for a year and a half two years uh, until somewhat recently he was 10 20 XP uh, within a hair's breadth or a prime requisite boost of reaching level 5 one of the highest level if not the highest level clerics on the island in the sandbox but then disaster struck. A poor roll, even with some GM Fiat. Hobbs was going to cut me some slack, but the roll was just too terrible. I failed a save versus petrification, and Azarus was turned to stone. While the party did come out victorious in the end, they defeated the Basilisk and walked away with veritable hordes of gold and treasure. I and one of the other long timers in the game had suffered a stony fate. The party did vow to find a way to bring us back to flesh as stone is not truly the end, but until then, I'm gonna have to roll up an alt. Despite being a regular on the game for a long time, and despite being one of the higher level player characters, a honor that very few make it that far in a BX-based game, the show was never about Azarus. The show was never about Bajio Gar, the actual most powerful character in Kalamata, the wizard who saved the day and defeated the Basilisk at the end. And I wouldn't want it to be. I wouldn't want it to be the Baggio show. I wouldn't want it to be the Azarus show. I would want it to be the Kalamata show. More people, more players, more variety, different approaches, and different strategies It all adds to a cumulative experience that drives the game, drives the setting in a direction that it wouldn't have gone with just one or two people guiding the show. Similarly, by rolling an alt or by playing multiple characters, it allows an individual player to rotate the roles. So I played a cleric, I enjoy playing a cleric, but most of the time I like to play a fighter. My default go-to is usually a lawful neutral fighter going with that uh, new school nine point alignment system instead of the classic three. Trying to speak to my younger audience. If the show is about me and if the campaign is one player to one character, that means I have to pick which one I'm going to play. That naturally puts a dampener on the campaign. I'm only going to play so long as I'm interested in the cleric, and then I'm going to move on. I'm only going to play so long as I'm interested in the fighter, and then I move on. Different characters grow organically in these kind of games. So, Azarus started out with a hammer and shield and wound up wielding a staff, a magic staff that endeared him to the Lords of Law, a forgotten uh, lawful entity behind the new gods not all clerics go that direction. Uh, not all care- clerics that would be played by me go that direction. One of the alts that I was able to play in the meantime, another cleric, she was using a totally different weapon set. She went with a different background and a different deity, different roleplay opportunities, and admittedly, she exploded when she set off a fire trap. I, die, I tend to die early or late, but that's not the point. It was by having multiple characters it allows and empowers the player to explore avenues of the game within the same campaign that they wouldn't be able to normally. And for players who get bored or who just want to experience something different and flesh out their exposure to different mechanics and different perspectives in the game, or for you theatric types who like to expand on and develop character personalities, that's an opportunity to do that. It's a gift again to the players. It's a way to encourage that kind of thing, to draw interest in the campaign, and to build out a fully fleshed setting and Home milieu. How many protagonists are you running in your games? How many games are you playing in? Let me know. I'll do call-ins eventually, but for the time being, this entry for OSR October is in the books and on the sheets. In between now and when I talk to you tomorrow, delve on. Cleric Square Ringmail podcast is an independently owned and operated product released for educational and informative purposes under the Totally Steal This License, which is kind of like Creative Commons, except licensing. Segments recorded within a vehicle are recorded using a Bluetooth hands-free device in conjunction with local vehicular safety legislation. The music for the Clear Swearing Mail podcast is Gold Coffee by Michael Ramirez, retrieved from Mixkit.co and used under the Mixkit Royalty Free Music License. Sound effects used in the Clear Swearing Mail podcast are also retrieved from Mixkit.co and used in accordance with the Mixkit Free Sound Effects License. Clear swearing Mail does not prescribe to nor endorse views or opinions expressed by call guests, or even hosts, unless you think they're awesome, and thus does not assume any liability regarding the consumption or distribution of this podcast. By listening to the Clear Square Mail podcast, you agree to these provided terms. Parties with questions regarding these terms, conditions, or releases are encouraged to reach out to Clear Swearing Mail at the prescribed methods provided on the Clear Square Mail blog. Parties dissatisfied with these terms, conditions, or releases are encouraged to go suck an egg